seven. Let the music roll for a second. What is up, dudes? It's your excellent friend, the brand, Big Vito T. We are back in business, baby. Super kick weekly in the house. Big Vito T, what is up, my dude? Super kick uh, today. Super kick whenever weekly, the hell we feel like whenever, it. Once in a while, weekly. Maybe we should just call it the super kick podcast or something now. I don't know. Whatever hey. it is. Hey, we're trying weekly. We're we're talking. We always tell them the same thing. We're busy. It's a it's a week in space. How about hey. that? Super kick weekly in it's, space. It's whatever. <laughs> it's however long it takes a week to go by on Pro yeah. Wrestling Planet. How about that? Hey, we're living life in the fast lane, baby. Yes, exactly. Yeah. What yeah. up? What is up, my man? It's good to see you. We are back in you. business, and uh, we got a lot of wrestling to talk. You know, this is not yeah. going to be a subject show. No. So uh, it's not going to be not a reviewing re anything. We're not reviewing nothing. We're not uh, talking about any certain subject. As we sit here in the year of our Lord, 2023, uh, it is October 27th, and uh we are going to kick around the wrestling news, uh, some of the bigger topics that have been going on here in the last few weeks since we joined you, and kind of take a look ahead to the future. It's an interesting time right now in pro wrestling. It always is the fall, right? Because yeah. a lot of people think of it typically. I know when people look at the business side, they, they think about how... Um, you know, all the competition with the NFL and all that. And, and the, in recent years, the thought has been that, like, during the fall, it's kind of like the lull, kind of like downtime. I mean, and you could say that, I guess, more applies to maybe WWE. They're trying to do some stuff there with their stuff. Uh AEW flows a little bit differently. I don't think that they really look at things that way as far as as far as business. I think they're still trying to do the best product they can. Anyway, my point is, Vito, is that uh, it's an interesting time of year. Some say it's a down time of year. What do you think of this time of year in wrestling going into, like, uh, Survivor Series time, uh, you know, what used to be the Starcade time frame years ago. Uh, memories and how you feel about it today of this time of year in wrestling. Uh, well, first of all, I like the fall. Fall is one of my favorite times of year. You know, you're coming out of summer, going in, the trees are all changing here in Oregon. So I like the fall. Uh, Survivor Series, uh, back in the 90s, were better. I'm just going to say that. I don't know if you agree, but Survivor Series back in the 90s were better. They built teams better. There was more Survivor Series matches. Now it's only like one Survivor Series match. So Survivor Series uh, um, has gone downhill, but now it's coming back uphill because of war games. 
So I'm hoping that Survivor Series now is always war games because I dig that. Hot take. Um, you think you think Russo uh, killed Survivor Series in 98 when they went to that one night tournament and they just stopped doing the team thing out of nowhere? You think ooh. that like confused people? Ooh, I didn't think about that. Right? If your question is, did Russo kill it? I'm just going to say yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually the default answer, right? No. I'd have to go look at that pay-per-view again, but did Russo kill it? Default answer? No, yes. it was it was a great one-night tournament, and the way they booked it was very, very brilliant. So, I mean, I have to go kudos back and watch to them that. on that. But literally, just I remember being surprised by that, just like out of nowhere, and 98, they're like, okay, we're ditching the whole team concept and we're doing this one night tournament for the title. And it was like, cool, but like, okay, what happened that was to the Survivor Series? The uh, what, 98? The Survivor said? Series 98, yeah. Huh, I'll have to go back and Deadly watch game. Because it's a oh. deadly game. Okay, I do remember that now. <laughs> I, I forgot that was Survivor Series. That's weird. It was. Um, Man, we can have a whole show just based on that. Anyway, I do we like... We should uh, do that show. That should be the next show, maybe, huh? Let's do yeah. that. Um, Let's watch I do, Survivor I do Series like 98 Survivor again. Series back in, like, the 90s where they'd have, like, a, they'd throw, like, Million Dollar Man's team against someone else's team. Yes. Or they'd get, like, all the guys who Dude. are angry this week against those guys who are happy this week. The they'd Road Warriors with uh, Ultimate Warrior... And uh, who was the fourth guy? I think it was like Kerry Von Eric or somebody. Uh, I'd have to look. But yeah, that was like, I remember that was awesome. When you had like the, uh, you know, and then you had uh, another team that was like the three members of Demolition with like another dude that like made sense. Yeah. Uh, gosh. Yeah, Survivor so Series good. in the 90s was was good. That's where I really like early. But you are right. I think they are turning a corner yes. uh, nowadays by doing the war games thing, which is yeah. very ironic um, because it's like the two concepts were always parallel anyway, right? Like mm -hmm. whoever came up with it first doesn't mean like that was kind of like each, each company's version of, you know, team warfare. Yeah, exactly. But um, I'm cool with that. So that's that's what I associate fall with is Survivor Series. And I've always dug that. Um, like Survivor Series. And then I love going into December time because it seems like there's usually like always a new game uh, in recent years. So it's like, you know, yeah, Christmas time, like sitting around Christmas break with the new uh, WWE game is always like a nice cozy feeling in yeah. my heart. Yeah, I like that too. Um, so I'm we, hoping to get a PS5 this uh, this Christmas. And hell I'll yeah! Switching uh, the game I currently have over to PS5. So yeah, that's the thing I'm hoping to slide into. So we got some good days ahead, and then you know we kind of enjoy kind of the simpleness of this time. Just kind of enjoy. Um, they're not being too much story stuff to really follow and then before we know it uh we'll really kick in you know especially in the wwe side of things you know with uh you know of course going into the mania season 
Yeah. But on the road. On the road to WrestleMania. Right, exactly. Yeah. So a lot of good stuff coming up. But yeah, that's kind of just where I wanted to uh to start off. But we have some news topics to go over. Probably Sorry if I keep looking over here, people. Uh, I got the media company I'm talking to over here, <laughs> media department. Hopefully it's not cast media. No. But uh, anyway, uh, we have some news topics to go over. Um, probably one of the bigger things to come out of the last couple weeks is um, the news of Impact Wrestling rebranding itself back into TNA Wrestling. Yes. So, um, gosh, yes. what was the what was the old tagline? We are wrestling. TNA, we are wrestling. Um, James Earl Jones or whoever did that, I don't know. <laughs> what, really? No, it wasn't remember. James Earl Jones, but you could tell that, that be great. whoever it was was highly influenced by him. If not, they should definitely bring him in. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. Um, now, uh, I like this. Uh, when they changed from TNA to Impact, I thought there was some, like, uh, uh, don't make me use the W word, uh, action going on. Uh, I didn't understand it. I thought they're, like, you know, they're against the letters. They, you know, uh, I don't know. I didn't understand it. I didn't get it. It had to be because of the pandas, I'm guessing. I don't know. You know, it seems like we should uh, we should have a little bit more insight on that. But no, I think what happened was, um, yeah, I don't know if it had a whole lot to do with the. I guess they did the the rebranding while it was still Dixie. Yeah, because I remember That's they. What I'm wondering, it had to be something to do with Dixie and the. What was it? It's the Panda Corporation, right? Uh, Panda Energy was, yeah, Panda was her, Energy. her parents' company that yeah. that was like the uh, you know backer, if you will, yeah, for for TNA, and they changed it to Impact. I think the overall thought was is that the the TNA was kind of like too Russo ish, and this and that, you know, and. Uh, they thought that changing it to impact would give it more of a global, uh, you know, they were trying to do all this global branding. They had the global, global championship. Force. Yeah. And then they did the global force wrestling Jarrett yeah. did, or, you know, I don't know, but, uh, I think that was kind of the idea behind it. And just like, Almost really shortly after that, like within a couple of years, is when they they sold right to what ended up. I mean, they a couple of years later they started having problems. Like, you know, you would always hear about all the problems they were having, and then uh, a couple of years after that, like I remember for for uh, a couple of years there that was like the the hot news was like people were thinking that TNA was like going under basically before been saying Anthem. that for 
forever. Still to this day, they're saying it. Before Anthem Bottom. See, I don't really yeah. hear much anymore. It used to be like 30% of the Observer was like all about like TNA business. Yeah. And now... Um, now they're talking about AEW going down in business. Right. Now it's it's more about AEW business. If, if you know, if he's going to cover anything ancillary to WWE, that's going to get the most coverage. And then TNA probably gets, you know, a few paragraphs. Yeah. It's not like I read the thing front to back every week, just, you know, from what I've seen. Did you see the promo that Scott Demore did uh, saying that TNA is coming back? I did not. Was it good? It was. It was pretty good. He uh, he was very uh, emotional doing it. So uh, it, it got me to my feels. It got me. He had some. Uh, he had some main guys behind him. You know, Kaz was in the ring. Eric Young was in the ring. Um, uh, a couple other guys, mainstays, uh, originals. I guess you could call them right. back in the day, guys. So. Um, it was pretty cool. I you should definitely go back and check it out. It's worth seeking out. So yeah, yeah, it's for definitely me and worth it. for the listeners out there, definitely worth. Yes. Yeah, look up the Scott Demore TNA announcement. Worth seeking out. Um, yeah. They. I mean, sure. I mean, I'm. You know, it's it is whatever. I don't know how much of it. You know, of course, a lot of people's. Uh, first questions that you know are popping up everywhere is uh they want to know if they're going back to the six-sided ring oh i saw that address which i haven't really heard they're not going to do that no i saw there was a wrestler uh i think it was a female wrestler i don't remember which one sorry for for not checking that out but uh i believe she said that if you um you can choose whether you want the six-sided ring or you want uh, our bodies to to last longer. So, hmm. so apparently, it's the six-sided ring is a little uh, is is harder to work with than wow. the four-sided guy. So, yeah. So the wrestlers are not fans of the six-sided like we are. I've always liked the six-sided ring. That makes sense, but I don't remember ever hearing that 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 was like you know a thing yeah per se but uh definitely good to know and uh now we know yeah it's not coming uh, i did hear that not coming back so don't hope company, for it the company's name is changing from impact to tna but the show is going to be impact wrestling they're keeping the name of the show to impact i guess so that makes sense because that's what it was, right? That's what that show's always been. Mm, I don't know. Has it? It was TNA Impact back on Spike and all that, if I remember right. I don't know. You know my um, memory. It's not good. <laughs> I'm pretty sure when they went to Spike, that's that's what it was called, was Impact. Back in the Fox Sports days, it didn't have a name. It was just TNA Wrestling. Fox Sports. You remember yeah. that? Yeah. Remember when they were on yeah, Fox Sports TNA. for a minute, dude? I loved yeah. that. Yeah, I thought that was the coolest. It. I thought that that, yeah, no, that was their first actual TV deal besides the weekly pay-per-views, which I would order every now and then. 
Weekly pay per views. Weekly pay per views. It was crazy, was, right? Yeah, they were like what nine dollars or something like that. They were ten bucks. Yeah. And um, but you know, theoretically, it's like you could either you could you could order that three times a month, or order the WWE show for thirty. Yeah. And a lot of the time, the WWE show at that point, like, I wasn't really interested in, you know? I was, like, oh. done with WWE, and I wanted something else, so it was, it was worth it to me. I remember when uh, TNA would record, like, a bunch of specials in one day. They would record, like, X Division extravaganza, the knockouts extravaganza, a tag team extravaganza. I, I'm that, that word's not really used, but that's what I remember. Right. Okay. They'd build like spec. They'd film like all these specials for just those people, and then like put them in the in the canon, and then just like you'd you read online that all the results would be online, but it's like, oh, don't read this because it's coming out next month on this day oh don't read this spoilers because it's coming out two months from now and this one's coming out three months from now it's like dang tna i miss that era that must have been like in the late 2000s or something maybe i don't remember but that's how they did it it's like geez and then you'd be watching you'd be watching it and it's like oh yeah that's right that's right this did happen because i I read them. I don't know why. I w- I've never really watched TNA a lot. I watched at certain periods. Like, I watched a lot when uh, uh, Joseph Park debuted. I was watching then. I don't know. I like Joseph Park. He was, he was entertaining. I loved it. Abyss. Yeah. Yeah. Um, those the early- Joseph Park character was funny. Those early Asylum days were great. Uh, I was happy when they got the Fox Sports deal, and I caught that as often as I could. That was like back. I was still taping. I was still taping stuff with a VCR in those days, dude. Yeah, yeah. I remember having VCR tapes of. I still maybe have a couple of those uh, those Asylum shows, those pay per views, on yeah. the original tapes. And I used to record those Fox Sports shows when they'd come on too, but I don't I don't have one of those anymore, unfortunately. Lost a lot of tapes over the years. I still have a couple though. And those TNA pay-per-views, I don't know, even though they're like available, I uh, you know, I mean, I could probably watch them on YouTube anytime. I I just hold on to them, you know. And that's the thing a lot of people don't realize is that this is a place uh, with so much like rich history and it's almost like a crime in a way <laughs> the fact that like they mismanaged everything and their brand and their reputation so badly that Tony Khan was able to just like walk right in and become yes. like the number two company yes that has <laughs> you know what a huge blunder. Like, that could be TNA right now. You know I what I mean? I know. It's so weird. Like, uh, I was watching it the other day. They got the, um, I don't know, what was it called? The Digital Something Championship? 
Yeah, the digital media championship. Digital media championship. Yeah, I was like, that was a joke in the 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 internet championship. Uh, Cardona was that yeah, Zach yeah. Ryder. That was a joke title. He never defended it, and then that's a legit title in in TNA or Impact or whatever it is. I'm like, what? Digital media. The last couple years of the Dixie administration. And then them having to build back through Anthem, you know, hurt the company. So hopefully, I mean, their thought is, is that they can at least, you know, be thought of as at least the number three at this point. Um, but then again, it's like you, well, could, you could say that Tony Khan's Ring of Honor will always be yeah, the I was just going to say, so. are, you, are you linking... AW and Ring of Honor together because yeah. although I don't have the the monthly thing, the um, I've been looking on YouTube and it's starting to look pretty good. They have the interviews on YouTube for the Ring of Honor shows and they're pretty good. The interviews are even good. I haven't watched the wrestling, but I, I want to. So at least I mean that is one thing, and you can make an argument. Right, that uh, because Impact has like a over-the-air TV deal, you know, that they would maybe be just like a, a little bit ahead. But then again, uh, way more people see the Ring of Honor stuff because it bleeds onto AEW TV. Yes. And I mean, AEW was kind of working with Impact in that fashion. But I mean, there's there's not really a need to do that anymore because no. of the Ring of Honor thing. Yeah, they had they were doing it for a little bit whenever they had uh, Kenny Christian was Cage. going over there, and yeah. yeah, they had Christian Cage and Kenny winning their world title. So right. So now they're kind of you know they're experimenting that with doing that with the Ring of Honor thing, and so you argue right, you can argue. Uh, Impact, which is going to be TNA again, uh, starting next year, right? Or yeah, starting next year, January. I yeah, think. start. Yeah, um, got a big show uh, booked for it. No, wait, I'm thinking of their Bound for Glory that they got coming up, which looks like a pretty sick card, by the way. Um, if you could pull that up, uh, let's talk about that here in a minute. But before we do that, I want to talk about. Potentially another player coming into the scene uh, oh, yeah. to, to be a contender, Billy Corgan, yeah, in the NWA man, uh, or excuse me, Willie William Corgan, uh, the third or whatever <laughs> his name is. Um, is that a thing? Okay, wait a minute. So this is apparently. Okay, so there's there's now some back and forth. Now, Whoa. a story from 411 Mania 20 hours ago says that Billy Corgan won't confirm that the TV deal is with the CW. But he says really? he says that they uh, uh, he says that they've they've signed two TV deals, and supposedly it was with a top 20 network. Uh, and I guess he was just asked 
by a radio show in Cleveland, and he refused to comment. Uh, we've signed two TV deals with Top 20 Network. The rumors are with, that it's with the CW, um, but that is not 100% confirmed yet, apparently. So, so their Bound for Glory show was last week. Oh, okay. Well, shows you what I know. Their next show is Hard to Kill, and that will be the January 13th. Yes, and that's the one where they're, where they're rebranding. Yeah. So I wonder if, you know, if we'll see kind of like a different look different sort of thing let me run let me look at this card real quick now i thought that this nwa stuff was confirmed but apparently not yet it's definitely um, it's definitely heavily rumored right so that's something to note at least um This would be wow. uh, a very interesting time if that did happen, of course. Wow, this TNA, uh, this last Impact card, the Bound for Glory card, have you looked into that? Right, yeah, no, I was seeing this. Wasn't it? It's pretty good. It was pretty amazing, huh? Uh, read them off to me so I don't have to pull it up again. Go over it with me. Okay. Do you have the results there? Let's go over I the do. results. Uh, some of these people I do not know, so forgive me. Uh, we had a, a let's see an Impact Knockouts World Tag Team Championship match, where MK Ultra, which is weird, <laughs> defeated uh, Diana Perazzo and Tasha Steeles, which MK Ultra is Masha Slamovich and yeah. Killer Kelly. Slamovich. Slamovich. I've seen before. Uh, then Jeez, we had an Impact X Division Championship match where Chris Sabin defeated Kenta by pinfall. Solid match. I, I heard that Impact is Kenta in New Japan, so yeah. that's pretty cool. Then we had a Monsters Ball match. Those are great. Uh, where PCO... Let me just take a second. God bless PCO, man. Right. You know? Yeah, for God bless sure. Him. God bless PCO. Defeated Moose, Rhino. God bless Rhino. Anyway. <laughs> uh, and Steve Macklin. I think it's crazy how PCO, after all these years, somehow turned into his old partner, Jacques Rougeau. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah. I, I like his... I saw like. a picture of him the other day where he's like a... Frankenstein zombie type thing. And right. I was like, way to reinvent yourself, PCO. So Good crazy, you, man. You, you shave and cut all the hair off, and he looked yeah. just like Jacques. Like, they should have done that back in the day. Like, that's how they should have done the Mounties or the Quebecers or whatever. Yeah. Is they should have, like, looked the same. I think he looks cool. It's so weird. Yeah. And he moves. I saw a video of him, uh, for like last month or something he moves so good and he's a big dude yeah. god bless PCO uh, then we had an impact world tag team championship match um, which was Bay's feast or fire tag team match 
It was ABC, which is Chris Bay and Ace Austin. And they defeated the Rascals, which is Zachary Wentz and Trey Miguel. Defeated them by pinfall. I've heard of Trey Miguel. Then uh, we had a singles match, which I might go look this one up. Will Ospreay defeated Speedball Mikey Bailey. Mike Bailey. Yeah, yeah. Is that his name, Speedball? Yeah, yeah. Um, and we had a, a inner a twenty person intergender call your shot gauntlet. Okay, the winner receives a trophy and a contract they can in- invoke any time within one year for a championship match of their choosing. So, Money in the Bank. It was a, a Money in the Bank gauntlet match. Where Jordan Grace won by last eliminating Bully Ray. So good for Jordan Grace. Dude, Jordan Grace is awesome. Yes, yeah, she is. Um, then we had an Impact Knockouts World Championship match where Trinity defeated Mickey James by submission. Okay. So some star good power good there. Good for Trinity. Some star power then there. Good. We had uh, Impact World Championship, which is Alex Shelley defeated Josh Alexander. That's all I had. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So they finally did the. Uh, that's great. Yeah. Because they had. Because um, Alexander had to like give up the belt because he was hurt. And I think that's what led to Shelley getting the belt. So they, they finally did that. Um, all right, I'm not going to read who match. all got eliminated, but I am going to read the entrance of the uh, Call Your Shot gauntlet real quick. And I'm going to read them fast, okay? Huh? Jake Something, Eddie Edwards, Kenny King, Juventud Guerrera. Hoovy. Holy shnikes. Johnny Swinger, <sighs> Giselle, Giselle Shaw, Jody Threat, Kylan King. Kylan King getting work. Good for her. Sunny Kiss? Is that Sunny Kiss's debut in Impact? I believe so, yes. Good for them. Uh, Bully Ray, Matt Cardona, Jordan Grace, Eric Young, Joe Hendry, Brian Myers. I Heath. believe in Joe Hendry. He's just going by Heath. All right. Yeah, Frankie Kazarian, Rich Swan. There you he's go. Got, he's working. Good for him. He's been an impact pretty much this whole time since he got released. Jonathan Gresham and Gresham. Dirty Dango at number 20. All right. Good for Dirty Dango. Some, some good. Even Toot Guerrera. Some good, some good star power there. I want to see this show. I want to download this show. Legally. Yes, completely legally, of course. Juventud Guerrera. Wow. And no, Hoovy was still working. He made a special, special appearance. Oh, uh, <laughs> eliminated first. Ah, well, you know. Oh, uh, Hoovy. Anyway. He was just there to, to be there, probably. Yeah. Good, good for him. Good for Hoovy. Um, so, yeah, they, TNA on they've the, announced. On the They've announced two matches for their their TNA revival. I'm going to just throw those in there real quick. Yes, please do. Uh, 
there's a singles match for the TNA World Knockouts Championship. Jordan Grace is calling her shot on Trinity. And uh, then uh, Moose is cashing in his Feaster-fired uh, world title match against Alex Shelley. So it's Alex Shelley versus Moose for the title. So there's my Impact pay-per-view uh, information. That's a good card, man. That's a good, yeah. that's a good start. So, uh, since we're on the news of pay-per-views, I just want to throw these out here. We're talking about fall and November pay-per-views. There are three um, pay-per-views, uh, special live events, or premium live events, whatever they are. We got Crown Jewel coming up real soon on the 4th. Full Gear is on the 18th, and Survivor Series is on the 25th. So, there's our November shows. A lot of, a lot of shows. There's some shows. I wonder if Randy Orton's going to be on any of those. Um, well, I don't see him being on Full Gear. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't see him being on Crown Jewel. Word but, on the street is saying that Randy Orton's about a month away from a return. Spoiler I alert. Do, the chances of him being on Survivor Series then would, is strong, probably. Pretty high, huh? Yeah. So it's definitely I, I possible. There's also a lot of rumors about a Mr. Phil Brooks being a Survivor Series, which we don't really buy. Or at least I don't really or buy. want. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, folks. I think that's what it's come to. Uh, realistically, I was thinking about this this week, and, you know, I don't think we'll ever get a proper in-ring return. I think a few years down the road, they might, throw the Hall of Fame bone out there at him and see how that goes. That's usually always oh, like... for Phil? Yes. Oh, give him that now. That's like the olive branch, right? Like, okay, yeah, you come in... Yeah, just give him that now and, and get it over with. You come in, you do the Hall of Fame, yes. and like if things go good, then, then maybe we'll talk. I think that that's kind of how it happens. Now, let's just give him the Hall of Fame, let's put him put him out the pasture, and let's move on. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm burnt. Okay, you're, you're just like we, we we're not gonna cover Phil anymore on this on this show. I'm so burnt on him. Well, uh, you know, so Orton will be back. Uh, yes. His partner is gone, and the storyline he left when he was in the middle of with his partner is would be over in turn with that. So you bring Randy back. I don't know how close you're keeping up with the E at the moment, but what do you do with him when he comes back? What do you think? I'm semi. Um, I, I still do my fast-forwarding to the parts that I like. I'm a hardcore wrestling fan. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I look online, too. There's a lot of people who do the fast-forward thing. I'm not the only one. Um, yeah, you got to keep it handy. Uh, Randy, Randy. Um Sorry, Randy, Kratos got nothing for you. <laughs> we have no ideas, bro. Sorry. 
Uh, well, let's put him in a Survivor Series match and see where that goes. All right. Yeah, sorry, Randy. That's what that's what we got. It's simple enough. He ain't got much time left. Is I mean, there a, is there a feel? Because I've I've only seen like bits and pieces of Raw like the last few weeks. So is there like a direction? There seems to be heading. It seems like we're we're gonna be doing a Raw versus SmackDown type deal with the with the Nick Aldis yeah. thing and all that, right? Yeah, Nick that... Aldis and uh, uh, Adam is his name Adam. Adam Pierce, yeah. Adam Pierce, yeah. Scrap. Uh, they had they had a couple sayings back and forth. You know, I think Adam Pierce said this is war now or something. Right, it's so turning into there's that gonna whole be thing. A, there's going to be some stuff going down. Um, that's something I don't like about Survivor Series now. Right. Uh, ever since, you know, they have that bragging rights let's, pay-per-view. Then, let, yeah, let's make it Raw versus SmackDown. Yeah, and it's meaningless like because everyone's on the same shows when they want to yeah. be anyway. The brand split ruined Survivor Series, I think, is what it was. If the brand um, split meant something... Then, then it would mean something, but the brand split doesn't yeah. mean anything. Yeah. So Raw versus SmackDown means nothing. Also, I don't know how yeah. long it's going to take them to understand this concept. Or they'll take the world champion, put him against the other world champion. Intercontinental champion faces the U.S. champion. The women well, face the at, women. At least that kind of makes sense. You know, because well, I mean, there is two champions, but yeah, I'd rather those. I'd rather the two champions each get a team. See, there you go. Instead of saying they could do instead that. Of saying, um, you know, who's the best women's champion? The, if, if that's the if that's the case, you should do that at Night of Champions or something. <laughs> they could totally or do that this year. It should be, you know, the women's champion picks her team. The other women's champion picks the team. Let's get it. Or if you're gonna do that, then uh, I guess the tag teams. Let's do, you know, let's put the tag teams together. You know, so, let's take. Ooh, there we go. Let's take the women's tag team champions mm-hmm. and put them with like the tag team champ or the world champion, and uh, let's schmoz all that together. Maybe we get a mixture of a couple of those things. Yeah. Uh. You know, it seems like they've done, and I don't know, do you think that, like, just one Survivor Series match is good, or would you like to see a return of, like, you know, like a whole night of this type of stuff? I I want to see a Survivor Series, like a whole, give me one second. You remember when they did the Ultimate Survivor? They only did it, like, one year, and it was like, it was it was where they like the only two guys that survived were like Hogan and Warrior. No, I guess I don't. And they remember teamed that. up. I think that that was like I want to say Survivor Series ninety or ninety one. See one, two, three. Wait, no, that's a tag team match. One, two, three, four. In the nineteen ninety three Survivor Series, there was four Survivor Series matches. Yeah, no, there was usually, I mean, up until 98, 
that's what the show would be. It's just a bunch of those matches, basically. Um, uh, 94, there was only three. Really? Mm. Uh, let's see. 95. One, two, three, four. Back to four. See, I'm getting carried away. Is it? 96 seems like it had a lot of them. I mean, we could go year by year. Yeah. One, two, three, four. Let's see, 97. Now we're into the attitude era. One, two, three, four. 98. This is the deadly game one. Yes, 98. Yeah, the tournament. Yeah, well, not a single, not a single Survivor Series match. <laughs> Vito, let's talk about uh, let's talk about switch gears a little bit here, All right? And we'll go to uh, Tony Land here for a bit, and we'll talk about, of course, the impending retirement of Sting which this week led to the AEW debut of Ric Flair. What do you think about this? Woo! <laughs> I thought that was cool. I like this music, too. <laughs> Finally, huh? Yeah, the music was cool. Did you catch that? I did not. It was it was a cool little remix of, like, uh, it was regular one. Right. It was cool. I liked it. I mean, WWE doesn't own uh, Space Odyssey, I don't think, so... Um. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, maybe they do. Maybe they do have the rights to it. I don't know, but I mean, it's not like their song. So. Yeah. Uh, rumor is that uh, on his last show, they're gonna be bringing in like a lot of people. Like rumor is like Sluger's coming in, uh, Steamboat. Um, of course, that's just people. Luger would be cool to see. They're, they're all Steam guys. Right. So. I don't know. I'm excited. Uh, it's interesting to see uh, Flair finally make his way uh, onto AEW TV. Of course, he was supposed to do this. Uh, supposed to be there a couple years ago, but then the Dark Side of the Ring thing came out. Yeah. Uh, and Flair kind of got semi-canceled there for a second. And uh, now, now that's all blowing over, though. You know, yeah, he's on every podcast you can think of. You know what I mean? Uh, have, have you seen? Uh, you, you ever watch uh, Theo Vaughn? Uh-uh. Oh man, he's funny. Flair was on there. That's that's a good that's a good listen or a good watch. Come across that on YouTube. Very interesting. Uh, comedian, you know he's a, he's a gimmick comedian, you know. Oh yeah. But it's but it's funny. And so just to kind of have a couple guys there, you know, doing their gimmick is kind of kind of funny. But uh, yeah, Flair coming in to do this. Have you heard anything? I mean, was this just like a one shot? Uh, no, no. From what I understand, uh, 
and Sting had said something later on in the broadcast. Flair's going to be along with him this whole ride. I guess Flair's going to actively be on AEW with Sting. Huh. He almost he almost made it sound like he's going to be his manager, but he, they didn't outwardly say that. Hmm. But I don't know if he's just going to be backstage with them or, but the way Sting mm-hmm. put it. He made it seem like he's going to be his manager. It was kind of interesting. Well, there should be... You know, I just don't know what you do with Flair in this. You know what I mean? Like, without him having any kind of direction, the promos don't really, you know... I mean, it's fine, and it's nice to see him. He tried to chop Sting when he was in the ring. It looked like he hurt his hand. Oh, my gosh. Uh, That was great. You know, it's hard to have him. At least it kind of made sense for him to be, you know, maybe eventually they can have him vested at some point where he can actually cut some, like, really meaningful uh, stuff and really help out as far as that way. Uh, you know, they were able to get that out of them, I think, a little bit with uh, with Charlotte there um, sometimes, you know, because he was, he was, you know, obviously very passionate about, you know, her career. Um, I don't know if we'll get that same level of stuff out of him here. I don't know how you can draw that out of him. I'm not yeah, sure I that having mind. him with Sting is the way to do that. I wouldn't mind... Flair staying on and maybe having like a family. You know what I mean? Like who's building that? Don Callis right now is building a Don Callis family. Right. And there's a couple other people who are, are who got families or whatever, like uh, Smart Mark Sterling's got them a couple guys. Um, Prince Nana has him with a couple guys. I think uh, I think Ric Flair, I think he could do that, get himself uh, his own little horseman. You know what I mean? You know what I always wondered is they tried to do that in TNA with Fortune, right? So what was like I and I I didn't really know about this back then, but I wonder what the logistics are as far as the four horsemen name. When it comes to wrestling, is that something that is WWE trademarked now because of the sale? Um, it seems like that would be a hard thing for them to trademark. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even even with, um, maybe they just called them Fortune because they didn't want to, you know, stick them with that Horseman thing. You know, for fear of backlash. Do you think that that would work? You think that they could? He could literally be like, "These are the new four horsemen," with, with Flair's endorsement. Do you think that that would actually work? I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't even. I don't even know if I'd want them to be, because one of the people I'm thinking about, of course, is his son-in-law. Because, uh, I think that'd be interesting. You know. Uh. I thought he would uh, get a group when he came here because he was dealing with uh, Los Ingronables. I went for it. 
I think I got it. I think you got it, man. <laughs> um, yeah, so he was dealing with that group when he first came back, kind of. So I thought he was going to have some guys come in. And I thought if he was going to have some guys come in, especially not at Flair's part of the company, it'd be cool if he can have um, that group, a group with you know, Andrade and whoever else. So, I don't know, I thought that'd be cool. Especially now that Andrade's doing the figure eight as a finisher. I think they can pull it off. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know, man. I think maybe the way to do it Oh, man, what about this, okay? I just, I literally just thought about this. And I, I'm going to go kind of off the whim here, but... Do it. Check this out, right? Perfect angle. Someone, like a group of guys, uh, I don't know who it would be, uh, you know, a group of heels, um, you know, char group, group of charismatic heels. I don't even know who they would be. I'm not going to waste time trying to think about who they would be right now. Group of heels comes out with their, um, like a parody. You know, like, uh, you kind of think about how, like, the DX used to do, uh, the nation and stuff like that. But you would have this group basically come out there and parody the horsemen. And you'd have a guy kind of acting like Flair and a guy acting like this guy and this and that. And they could do this whole, like, spoof. And they could do it, like, every week until just, like, the point of sickness, you know? And then finally, Flair is like, I'm going to make my own group of dudes to, like, take you guys out. Because you're, like, oh, you know, yeah. dragging us, dragging the horseman name through the mud, you know? These are these are the actual horsemen that I want to be to represent the next generation, you know. They could do something uh -huh. like that. I think that would be good. Uh -huh. Listen, Tony, do it. Come on, Tony, we're counting on you. I think uh I think uh, <laughs> uh what's left over from the JAS can either play uh, in the yes i love the, uh, that i think they should be in the heel group yeah it could literally maybe be a jet like oh man too bad it wasn't like actually still together because that would have been perfect could have jericho do the flare and have whoever else make up whoever else right but the yeah. main thing would be a flare Jericho feud through this, you know, it would be the jazz parading the four horsemen and then flare would finally have enough of it, man. That would have been good. Well, those guys could still do it. I think. Yeah. But see, I keep the one thing I keep thinking of is I want <clears throat> Daniel Garcia to be a wrestler, man. I honestly would love to see Daniel Garcia after all this time join the BCC. He, like, I mean, like he goes through all the now. crap. Yeah, like he does through all this crap, and like, especially with all this Daddy Magic trying to get him to stop the dance and everything. I would love after he goes through all this and all this crap with the dance and 
him getting stopped. I would love for him to be like, that's it. And then just call Brian Danielson and be like, I'm ready. And then like they right. jump him in and then he's wearing a BCC shirt. I should do just awesome. like a series of vignettes where he's like getting punished in like this dojo. Yeah. Or something, you know? Yeah. And then Wheeler Yuta just walks in and chokes him out of nowhere. Wheeler Yuta just great. like is like whipping him with a cane. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yes. <laughs> yes. Your initiation is getting your ass caned by Wheeler Yuta. And then the Sandman's in the corner like Oh, That's man. good. And you're like, wait, boy, what's the Sandman doing there? I don't know. You're not in the club. <laughs> right. Not even from Blackpool. Yeah, you don't even go here. <laughs> you don't go here. Oh, man. Uh, That's funny. I'm trying to find some more stuff. You have anything for us? Uh, You want to run down the Crown Jewel card? Yeah, let's do that. I got that's perfect. I don't know if there's any more matches coming, but um, but I have uh, six of them here. We can run down real quick. This will happen next week, so who knows if we'll get to link up before then. So yes, let's go ahead and throw All this right. out there. All right, here we go. Six matches for Blood Money Mania. <laughs> <laughs> John Cena versus Solo Sokoa. Interesting. What do you got? Then you got Solo for that, right? John's not going to win. Well, no, they're making this whole thing about how Cena hasn't won a singles match in, like, the longest-ass time, so... Well, good. He can keep losing. Uh, <laughs> we got Cody Rhodes versus Damian Priest. That sounds promising. Okay. Uh, then we got, okay, I'm going to skip this one, and we'll come back to it. Okay. We got Roman Reigns defending his title against L.L.A. Knight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, like I would love for him to beat him just, like, out of nowhere. Maybe even a roll-up from a spear. I think that would be awesome. Does L.A. Knight win? Man, it just shock everybody. I I would say, but the fact that it's happening in Saudi, if it was anywhere else, maybe. <laughs> but I don't think they're gonna do that. They're not gonna end his reign in Saudi Arabia. I don't think. No. no. Then we got the fatal five-way match for the women's world championship. Rhea Ripley, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Zoe Stark, and Raquel Rodriguez. I don't see Mommy losing her title. Deck is stacked. I mean, this could be a thing where they... Um, so it's a five-way, so the first pin yeah. wins? Yeah. So that this could be a way to get the belt off of her without having her lose. I mean, that is... That's true. That is something that, you know... That is a possibility, so... I I find it strange that they're going to put five women in a Saudi match. I mean, they're all going to be dressed up to their chins. Right, right, yeah, as long as they're in their full covered gear, you know. And then we got Seth Rollins defending his title against Captain Boar Pants. I'm so sick of Drew McIntyre. Really? Yeah, I don't like him. I'm And I... 
Oh man. I just don't. I knew I knew that it was just a matter of time before he was back in the title picture. Because if he's not in the title picture for the world title, what else is he doing? They're doing nothing. He flounders around when he's not in the world title picture. They don't do. They don't put him in any other title matches. They put him in like a stupid tag match randomly. They have him doing some weird stuff with Sheamus and the brawling brutes. He just flounders around until he's back in the title picture. He's boring. I'm sick of Drew McIntyre. I under take, I under I, I understand your take actually. Yeah. Now I I think that I mean I understand your take because he's just had a really bad streak of luck, I think, in kind of a way, you know what I mean? The whole um like I don't know, were you buying the run back like up in like back like the pandemic mania year, right? Like that was yeah. supposed to be his moment. Were you on board then or were you not even sold back then? Uh, like him and Braun Strowman, like those matches, like him in the pandemic that time. I think I he, kinda, no, I think he beat, uh, he did wrestle Braun Strowman though, right? No, it was that time. Strowman. I think Strowman worked with Roman. That that year, because Strowman also won the title at that mania. Yeah, Strowman won the title, and McIntyre won the other title. Oh, okay. From what I remember, no, never been a fan. So not even then, huh? No, no, I bought into Jinder Mahal more than Drew McIntyre. No, I don't know. Just uh, never, never been the guy. Uh, you know, it's kind of, it's one of those things. I don't know. I was into him. You a McIntyre guy? I mean, I do like him, but I also see your point of like what you're saying about him not doing anything. Yeah. uh, Unless it's like a title thing. And I think it's just kind of there, you know, it's a holding pattern because of the whole deal. And it's like, they had the chance to just to go ahead and give him the big win at the Mania afterwards, you know, actually in front of people, which everyone automatically assumed that that was what they were doing. But then they had, uh, then they did that screwed finish with, uh, with Lashley, the boring ass finish where MVP just like distracted McIntyre and, you know, Lashley like stole the victory. Yeah. And that's how we left it. And I don't know. He just doesn't seem like he's got a lot of charisma. I don't really, really check into his promos very well. I don't know. I'm just not a big McIntyre guy. Maybe I'm just being nitpicky, but, um, but let's move on to the match that I skipped. Okay. Okay. There once was a guy who was a boxer. Okay. There once was a guy who was a YouTube personality. Okay. Then this boxer won a match in a boxing match, and he decided to make a challenge in a boxing match. Okay. Yeah. In a boxing match. <laughs> pro 
Anyway, Logan Paul is challenging Rey Mysterio for the United States title. Now, Logan Paul, to me, is a freak of nature. And I say that in the most nicest way possible. Okay? Right. Most celebrities, when they come into the WWE, they're like a one-and-done. They did an eh job. Bad Bunny, one of the best. Bad Bunny brings it every time. Logan Paul, I thought Logan Paul was going to come in do a couple roll arounds and stuff. But he came in like a champ, dude. Logan Paul is a good wrestler. Right. Unfortunately, he's better than some of the guys back in the nineties, you know. He's he's better than some of the guys who are actively wrestling on the roster. It's kinda weird. Um but I feel like Logan Paul is gonna beat Ray Mysterio for the US title. Why not? What's your thoughts? Why not? I don't care if he does. Why not? I why not? Uh, in my mind, feels like he's going to take the U.S. title onto his YouTube channel and just be weird with it. Yeah. I don't know. Um, you know, uh, it's going to be a good match because Logan Paul's a good wrestler. As weird as that sentence sounds coming out of my mouth, and Rey Mysterio is amazing as usual. But, um, I don't know. I like, so I like <laughs> the the boxing match challenge. When I heard that he did that, I thought that that was freaking brilliant. Because why yeah, not I, cross I promote? It too. You know, uh, WWE like loves him for doing that. You know what I mean? And that's and that to me is the definition of the the benefits of having a guy like that on board that can cross cross promote for you. You know, I think yeah. that that from a marketing standpoint is absolutely yeah. like just amazing, you know? Yeah. So. I heard about it. I went and watched the video. I, I mean, yeah. Why not? Why not? Yeah. You don't have another like boxing match lined up right now. So plug your WWE no. fight. Yeah, so there's you know I mean? there's the crown jewel card as of right now. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get some other stuff thrown in there. <laughs> and there's uh, nothing for Survivor Series yet. Of course. We're still a little bit around the corner as far as yeah. that goes. Um, After crown jewel, we'll start getting that set up. Um, they have four cars, four matches set up for uh, full gear. Which is uh, lay those on 18th. me. Lay those on me. Um, MJF is going to wrestle either Kenny Omega or Jay White for the AEW Championship. Not exactly how that works out. Wait a minute. So MJF. Oh no, no no sorry sorry I have that backwards. It's either MJF or Kenny Omega versus Jay White because Kenny Omega and MJF are wrestling on. Uh, collision tomorrow night. What? Yeah. They're putting that on TV? Yes. I gotta because, watch that. Um, because uh, MJF is about to... Right, he's um, about to break the record. Yeah, so they're giving... See, I heard that this was happening, 
But I I didn't know. uh, I thought that they were teasing it for the future. I didn't know that it was actually like. They got to do it before he passes Kenny's record. So they're doing it on collision. And then we got a two-on-one handicap for the ROH world world tag titles, which is MJF versus the Guns, the Bang Bang Gang. Then uh, we got Hikaru Shida, which is one of my favorite wrestlers. I love Hikaru Shida. Any any person who comes to the ring with a kendo stick in their hands, I love it. And she's the first ever three-time AEW Women's Champion. And she's going against another favorite of mine, Timeless Tony Storm. Have you been watching AEW Dynamite? They're, they're interesting. Yeah, these. these I used to fast forward. The picture in picture, right? I no longer do, right? Because she has her little silent film over there, right? Oh, that's genius! A silent film on picture in picture is hilarious. Yeah. <clears throat> then we have a six-man tag match, which is Sting, Darby Allen, a TBA, Christian Cage, Luchasaurus, and Nick Wayne, and. We all know what's going to happen. They got a little over two weeks, about three weeks, to uh, chip at Adam Copeland's uh, friendship with Christian before he adds himself to that six-man tag match. Seems pretty elementary at this point. Yeah. I'm still stuck on this MJF Omega deal, man. Like, what? Yeah, it's going to be good. I mean, giving this away on TV, you think they'll pop the million Um, for Collision for the first Uh, time? No? I don't know. The internet, the interweb is um, very, very hard on AW for ratings and for uh, house numbers. Because those pictures come up where um, the hard cam side is right, empty is or empty. whatever. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot and of that there, going around. I saw um, a ratings thing about how they were going to beat, eventually beat WWE in ratings. And the, the um, uh, what was it? The ratings for Dynamite, um, Collision, and another one didn't even uh, match the same as Raw. Right, yeah, I saw that So too. I was like, okay, um, who cares? Right. So I, I don't really know exactly how that's going to go down, but... Fair enough. Yeah, to me, ratings are, are is just a number because uh, Tony right. Khan is going to continuously throw money at AEW whether it pops numbers or not. I understand why they're doing this whole thing, but man, like, I don't know, dude. I would have tried to buy uh, an MJF Omega uh, pay-per-view, you know what I mean? Like, if that would have been the pay-per-view match, even without, like, really having much of a build-up or not really knowing much of the build-up, like, I would have been like, ooh. Like, I gotta buy that. MJF, well, Tony's been known for putting so great... Much. 
great matches on TV. Right. And that's Did you awesome. watch Okada's debut on Dynamite? Was that like recently? Yeah, it was last week. It was oh, Okada. Wow. No, I'll have to go back and see that. Okada I missed that. and Orange Cassidy versus uh, um, Claudio. So this is like and, two nights uh, ago. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I yeah, have not watched this week's Claudio show and yet. Brian Danielson, maybe? Yeah. It was versus Claudio and Brian Danielson. It was great, man. So great. Okada's debut match on Dynamite, he was tagging up with Orange Cassidy. It was great. I uh, I would like to seek that out now. Mm-hmm. Was uh, had the had the kids uh, Halloween fun night on Wednesday this last week. So usually it's like a thing. I come home from football practice and then I like put uh, dynamite on. And uh, since since I didn't have practice and we had this fun night thing, it totally like threw my night out of whack. So I haven't even watched dynamite yet this week. So you brought up Halloween. At the beginning of this, I had something I, I, a question I wanted to ask you, Halloween-related and wrestling-related. All right. Okay. Two questions. One, did you ever dress up as a wrestler for Halloween when you were a kid? Unfortunately, as a kid, no. Okay. Uh, ever? I have as an adult. <laughs> okay. I was, uh, I, was macho, I was macho man. A few years back, pretty pretty sweet Macho Man costume that I pieced together on my own. I bought some Zubas uh, that were kind of like his pants, and then I uh, just got like the purple Macho shirt. Um, got like a little brown wig and the bandana and the glasses and all that, and I did nice. Macho. Yeah, it was pretty nice. easy to put together. I did a uh, Sting. Whenever I was in high school, Whoa. me and my buddy, me and my buddy did the face paint, uh, and uh, and did sting. So does that was fun. Does Violent J count as a wrestler? Because I was Violent J one year when I was in high school. I, uh, I maybe did you go <laughs> as Violent J the wrestler or as Violent J the twisted rapper? Well, I mean they're one and the same, right? I, I guess you can say that. <laughs> um, now, if you were uh, if you were a kid now, what uh, what wrestler from uh, AEW and what wrestler from WWE would you dress up as now? Well. Um... Man, there's a lot of good ones now. Yeah. Uh, you know, you could put together like a, a Roman costume pretty easily, I would say, on your own. If we're going yeah, that, like with pieces. That's Roman, Roman without the, ch the the chest thing is not that great. Right. Yeah, that's just a shirtless Samoan with paint. Yeah, yeah, I know. You would, you would do, you would do the vest, or you would do like yeah. a, a shield thing, I guess. Even though that's not yeah. like technically current. Yeah. Um. You know, uh, you could probably pull off like a fiend thing. 
on the AEW side, it'd probably be like Sting or like you could do like the Darby face paint. I think uh, my son entertained that thought, I think like last year, but we didn't end up doing oh, yeah. it. Yeah. I think uh, for me, uh, I see all these kids doing it in AEW. I think if I would do an AEW wrestler, it would be Orange Cassidy because I dig that. See, there you go. That's super simple to put together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then if I were to do a WWE one, I think uh, I think about that for one second. I don't know. I think it'd be cool to dress up like the New Day, like one of their crazy outfits. Um, right. Or uh, let's see, what's another um, current one? Yeah, I think the New Day would be cool. I mean, or, uh, do we really have anybody like supernatural-ish besides, you know, like maybe like Demon Finn Balor? I mean, there's no more. That would be a good one. You know, if you're not counting like Bray and the Fiend or whatever, you know, you could do the Demon, uh, yeah. Who's the girl who, uh, she's in NXT and she wears like Footy pajamas and uh, I don't know. She comes out with like a pillow and blanket or something. Uh, Man, I have no idea when it comes to this new school NXT stuff. Uh, The few times I've put it on recently, it's like I don't really know anyone and my brain shuts down. Although Chase U seems really cool. Uh, and, you know, a couple of those. Uh, couple of those. Wendy Cho. Wendy Chu. Okay. Yeah, she wears, like, these footy pajamas, and she comes to the ring with, like, a pillow and stuff like that. She's, I don't know, sleepy or something. Wendy Cho, what you? Yeah. Wendy Chu, I think. That's pretty cool. I like that. That'd be, that'd be a good costume from WWE. But I just wanted to get that out. We're a couple of days yes. from uh, Halloween. So Happy Halloween, everyone. This is basically our Halloween episode. Yes. We should have maybe talked a little bit more about, you know, Halloween Havocs and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, real quick, you have any good Halloween Havoc memories? Hmm. Not right offhand, actually. I can't think of any right offhand. Well, uh, of course, you know, there's the giant getting uh, giant getting pushed off of Kobo Hall. Of course, I didn't watch that live. But, uh, the, like, Halloween Havoc 94, 95 were always interesting. And then I do have one thing, uh, Halloween Havoc 98, actually the first, uh, it was like right after I moved down here to South County and, um, it was like the first time I had like a bunch of friends over to like watch wrestling, uh, at that house. And it was pretty, it was pretty awesome. It was a whole lot of fun. 
I had like um, four or five buddies over and we watched it. And then we were like so pissed off when the feed cut off. That was that pay-per-view. Yeah. Where the, the feed dropped in the middle of uh, Goldberg DDP. Or like right after it started. Uh, let me see if I can find one that I like here. Um, let me see. Havoc, Havoc, Havoc. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah. Piper and Hogan in the cage. Yeah, that was 97. That's right. Yeah. That was, yeah. An, that was an interesting year. Yes. Uh, and then even the year before that, 96, which was, um, I think it was just Hogan Savage. That was like, you know, during, during the first NWO year. And that's when Piper returned. Uh, it was Hogan, Savage, Hogan, and the NWO are beating the tar out of Savage. And then Piper shows up. And that led to their match at Starcade that oh. year. Let's see here. Yeah. I think that was probably my favorite one. I liked uh, I liked 97 probably was my favorite one. Because the lead up to that was, was pretty good. Right. The vignettes, the Piper vignettes leading up to Havoc, 97 was pretty good. Memory-wise, 98 was, was good. As from a show, what I remember, not great. There was a, a Raven match. Uh, I think it was Raven-Jericho that was pretty good. And then the DDP-Goldberg match was actually pretty decent, but we didn't get to see it that night. But I remember the cable company, I, I called and complained, and they gave me they gave me the replay on Tuesday for free. Plus, they gave me a complete refund for the pay-per-view. So we oh, got nice. Halloween Havoc 98 for free. And then uh, and I got to see its entirety after you got all the results off of Nitro. Right, exactly. Because on <laughs> Nitro, they played the match because it happened to everybody. Yeah. So on Nitro, they came out and they're like, we're sorry. Uh, we're going to play the match for free on TV tonight. And a popular so, uh, huge rating. Um, I just want to point something out that I don't remember this from the 1997 uh, Halloween Havoc, which I'm going to go watch that Halloween Havoc when I get off this. <laughs> that Jacqueline defeated Disco Inferno. In yes, for the match. TV title, right? No, it was for no, the TV it title. Was not on the line. No, <laughs> but uh, I, I'm going to go watch that. Yes, that was actually yeah. good. That's one of the better matches on that card, bro. I'm serious. From yeah. what I remember, I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. So it went. Uh, it went nine minutes and thirty nine seconds. It was sweet little ten, 10 minute match. Ten minute match. <laughs> well, hey, on oh, that man. note, we want to thank you very much for joining us. Happy Halloween out there. Yes, from happy us. Halloween. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you're subscribed and you like the video and all that. Thank you very much for watching us. We're getting some new views over there, so stoked about that. Uh, all of our homies in Ireland, what's up? Uh, if you're listening to us on Spotify or anywhere else, please leave us five stars or yeah. something like that. Hook like us up that. somehow. Yes. Big Vito T, my enough. man. Too sweet, me. Too sweet. Ah, maybe a little scissor action. Oh.
Name your own. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it. 